I'm Courtney. And I'm Allison. And we're Courtney and Allison, and this is the Double X Files, a podcast that is sometimes about the X Files. Today, Allison, it's about Diana. Oh, Diane, she's finally back. She's back, baby, and better than ever, me. A lot of people, a lot of people were back in this one. They're back, and they're just ready to get all up and alienified for yeah. sure. And I'm back. You're back, and I'm back. And we're back together. <laughs> okay. And and Pepper Jack is back. He's uh-huh. here. Frisbee. Frisbee's back. Where's she? Oh, she's in her tank. Oh, well, that's very, very good. Oh, uh, before we get started, I do want to hear, you did mention about Frisbee's upgrade to her house. How is that going on? Very good. She has a 20-gallon tank that she lives in. Yes. It's got a little second floor now, a little second floor of dish. Oh my and gosh. Uh, she loves it. I put treats up there. She goes right up there and she eats them. <laughs> Remember how I did mention that it, your your hamster is a little bougie? Yeah, I mean, hey. I think it is confirmed. If you got it, <laughs> flaunt it, right? I guess. I don't got it, but I'm flaunting it anyways. <laughs> She's swimming in banana chips. <laughs> she is. Okay, Allison, let's talk about the X-Files. This is episode something, 11, 12? Season 6, episode 12, One Sun. One Sun. Give us that Netflix description. Actually, not Netflix, because they don't have the X-Files on it anymore. It is no longer on Netflix, so one second, I'm going to search up a, a little descripto for us. So uh, we are watching the X-Files perfectly legally, for sure. Oh, yeah, so legally. Uh- so we uh we both rented the DVDs from the local library. Um uh-huh. I I had to find a DVD player cuz those don't exist anymore. Okay, season 6, episode 12. One sun. Everyone prepares in their own way for the alien rebels bloody end game after which nothing will ever be the same again. Mulder and Scully try their best to stop the bloodshed and save Spender's mother. I don't know. They didn't save a lot of people in this episode. <laughs> Let me say they did their best. Can we even say that, really? Did is they that, do their best? Is that their best, though? <laughs> Allison, we start at the Tillamook, Oregon Zeppelin hangar from World War II. Is that what that is? I have been in this motherfucker. Oh, it my God. so dope. So if you ever have been to the Oregon coast and you go, of course, to the Tillamook Cheese Factory, if you go a, down a little farm road, there's this huge fucking Zeppelin hangar. Uh, it was built in during World War II. There was two of them. One burned down because they are made entirely out of wood. <laughs> oh, well, you know, that's just a, just a good sightseeing adventure. You get a little Tillamook ched, you stand in a giant building, and you think, hmm. yeah. What if yeah, aliens they, came? <laughs> they had a uh, air little really sad air museum there. I, I think that closed down, but oh, it bummer. was dope. It was tall ceilings, very high vaulted ceilings, and I appreciated it. Oh, well, I'm glad. That's a nice little piece of Courtney lore. <laughs> 
But then we have all them ghouls standing in there. What are they doing? They're, well, they're kind of arguing, and there's a voiceover from Fox Mulder, and I am personally begging David Duchovny to have even one or two levels in his performance. (laughs) Monotonous is not a level. (laughs) No, it was not good. Um, yeah, I think he's saying that, Courtney, I'm going to level with you. Watch this an hour ago and I don't remember. Oh, I didn't write down anything. I do remember something extra special, though, and I think you'll remember it, too, just vividly in your mind's eye. Uh-huh. So the, the, Mulder is talking. The old, very old white men are arguing. Yeah. The hangar doors open. Uh-huh. And there is, like, a sassy alien runway walk that you will not believe. I do remember that. You know why I remember it? Mm. Because these aliens start walking in. I'm like, these guys? You're afraid of these guys? They're just little. They're little. You can kick them right in the fucking huge head. Look at these little boys. Why are you afraid? Pick them up by the melon and just toss them. Just lob them across the fucking Zeppelin factory. Right into space. (laughs) (laughs) No, they had a real sassy walk. Like... They were they were seriously contenders on RuPaul's Drag Race. And, they were working uh, they, it. They worked it. They worked it. Nice. So that's like our preview of what is going to happen. Yeah. And then we have the do 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 do's. Mm-hmm. And then we have I forgot about this situation. <laughs> the whole shoot me, Mulder. Yeah, Cassandra Spender up in that uh, up in that apartment begging to be killed. That was a fun, just a fun yeah, time that good. we were all waiting to relive. <laughs> Instead of Mulder shooting her, uh, it sounds like there's like the hazmat team come in and they just they just fire extinguisher these these losers. <laughs> they do. They start stapling the door shut. <laughs> like. So they come in because there's a pathogen. Ooh, spooky. But also, like, fire extinguishers, my dude? Like, what's going to... Are they freezing the pathogen to death? Is that what is happening? Oh, yeah, for sure. They're making a nice nice nitrogen frozen pathogen. It's a hot cuisine. (laughs) Well, they should have just come in with a bunch of, like, DQ blizzards and be like, hey, eat this whole thing now. And then they eat it real quick and they get brain freeze. And that kills all the pathogen and you get a yummy treat. Courtney, I would contract any pathogen if it meant someone would bring me a blizzard. (laughs) Do you know how hard it is for a bitch to get a blizzard up in here? So hard. They got that pumpkin pie shit. I don't even live near a Dairy Mm. Queen anymore, Courtney. It's torture. Oh, okay. Can I tell you? Now, this, this next place, they are not sponsoring us, but I will give them a free plug at Metro Town, and, and Sweet Allison, I will take you here. There's a new ice cream place called Sweet Jesus. Oh, heard I've of heard of that place. Is that the place that advertises, like, real hornily? Yeah. Hey, they're real horned about their tall phallic <laughs> ice cream. They have, like, they're very horny for their, like, black charcoal ice cream. <laughs> but what they do is they stack their ice cream real high, just like a, just a shaft of ice cream, if you will, and then they roll it. In, like, crumblies. And you got, like, birthday cake crumblies, pie crumblies, chocolate crumblies. And it is tall, and it is toy, and it's the way Jesus would have wanted it. Oh, well, you know what? It doesn't sound like it's 
as big as the longest soft cream in Japan, but I bet I'll still enjoy it. <laughs> I, uh, uh, Space Cadets, when Allison went to Japan, they sent me a picture of possibly the longest ice cream I have ever seen. I still dream about how that thing defies gravity. It was so good. <laughs> I think... I think, Allison, the flat earthers have taken that picture as proof that gravity is does not exist. It cost like three yen. It was worth every one of them. Did you eat it the whole thing? Oh, I eat it the whole thing, and then I had a real bad situation later on. <laughs> then you, then you had just the the tallest the tallest bowel movement ever. Kyoto train station. I am sorry. <laughs> Well, Sweet Jesus has plant-based ice cream. They don't. They they have non-dairy stuff. Oh, all of them, or just? Uh, not all of them, but some of them. Corny, so... you know if there's a dairy option, I'm gonna fuck myself up. You know oh, that. Okay, I'm just just saying. You don't have to. I have no self-control. <laughs> but Sweet Jesus, you will. Awesome. Okay, so Mulder and Skelly take. The most erotic shower. Oh, yeah, Courtney, they're co-ed showers, like on Allie McBeal. <laughs> what? I don't remember that about Allie McBeal. Do you remember Allie McBeal had those co-ed bathrooms? Oh, vaguely. Did they have showers in there? I don't know, but it was a huge deal. I was going to say, lawyers don't get sweaty, Allison. There's like... two things people remember about Allie McBeal. Co-ed bathrooms and the dancing baby. That is actually the, I know one of those, and I guess the other one I do kind of vaguely remember. Yes. Uga Chaka! <laughs> well, this shower is literally the shower of my dreams, because it has like 13 shower heads. <laughs> Why is that the shower of your dreams? I just want, just my whole, I don't want to feel not water in the shower. Okay. Ever. I don't, I just want to be in a in a shower bubble, in a warm water shower bubble, and I don't want to, like, have my toes cold. I don't want to have my butt cold. I don't want to have my boobs cold. I just want to be covered at, at all times in warm water. Just that hot shower sauce, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and you know what? There's 13 shower heads. You know at least three of those are for fun. Oh, yeah. They've got some good options. <laughs> the CDC? Uh, they're wild. <laughs> the angles? Mmm. Mm, it hits the spot. Uh, so they're shower and uh, they get into, uh, what are they, like scrubs? Yeah, they're putting like white scrubs. And then they get visited by Diane and Diane. my two background boys. Oh, are really? Yes, there are two doctors with, I'm going to say, like, Fisher-Price baby checkup bags. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Scully says my favorite line of the whole episode. Oh, yes. Which is, this stinks. <laughs> it's like fucking <laughs> Dennis the Menace up in here. <laughs> Mr. Wilson, this stinks. <laughs> Gee. What is Diane, what is this whole thing that Diane is saying? Diane is uh, just, um... Diane is uh, pissing on their feet and telling them it's raining. And she's and saying... Telling them, wait, and telling them it's another shower head. 
it's just more hot shower sauce. She's telling mm. them that uh, there was a pathogen, that Cassandra had a pathogen, and um, they had to be, uh, you know, uh, kept separate. They had to just take them into the CDC, into Fort Marlene, and um, keep them separate from everyone else just in case. Now, Allison, I have a question. Yeah. A philosophical question. Oh, my favorite. Is your piss a second shower head for your feet? Courtney. <laughs> what? Courtney. I'm sorry. You just, you made the Diane analogy and then just got to thinking. Like... I mean, yes, definitely. But <laughs> that's, Courtney, that's the secret sauce. <laughs> It's not a secret. Everyone pees in the fucking shower. The- it's not taboo. <laughs> it's got. It's a hole. You know what? I think it's more economic or economically friendly because you're not using fucking toilet paper to wipe your whole situation. Okay, but are you like on purpose pissing on your feet, or are you like trying to avoid your feet? I personally cannot. Like, if it happens, it happens. I have. I have thighs that touch, and I do not have genitalia that allows me to aim. So it just goes, man. Okay, okay, it okay, just goes. okay. Um, I'm learning a lot about you. <laughs> what do you like? Squat down? I I don't actually pee in the shower. This may surprise you, but I don't. No, Allison. Yeah. Hey, I think you should try it though. <laughs> okay. Just, just give it a little try. Just kind of give your shower a little warm treat <laughs> for your feet. Just give my feet a little salt. <laughs> a little salty feet. Some people say that's healthy, hey? People, like, rub urine on their bodies and say it's, like, nature's medicine. Courtney, so many people are climaxing to this episode. <laughs> so many people. <laughs> we're done with the niche fetishes we're going broad now yeah we're just like we gotta cover everyone hey we gotta get oh. there we're gonna have to just spread it around we're gonna cover everyone in a fine yellow no. mist <laughs> <laughs> okay allison let's talk about uh buh, 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 buh. scully is Mul- saying to Mulder yeah. that she doesn't trust diane and she says you know you know what I think Diane is, but I won't say it. And to that I say, let Scully say bitch. <laughs> let, no, let Scully say cunt, okay? Yeah, pretty, yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't know. It's it's weird because Scully has trusted or does not need to trust a lot of people. But the fact that Mulder and Diana have history, I feel like that is more weighing on scully's mind or it's supposed to be outwardly weighing on scully's mind and that really sucks i think i don't know i feel like they were really trying to push the whole like fox Mulder and diane thing but i just was not feeling the vibe i wasn't feeling the vibe it was cold fish for me they're trying to force it and you know what you don't have to you could x files you don't have to do that you don't have to force a heterosexual relationship on us please <laughs> please don't in fact <laughs> um we got the ghouls. The ghouls. Do you remember what... The, 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 do you remember? I just wrote the ghouls. They show up. They're there. Where? The, where? Where are Probably the ghouls? in the office. Crycheck was there, I remember. What? 
Is this before? Yeah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You know what? We'll just go straight to Mulder running through the hallway. Oh, okay, trying to cool. find someone. Yeah, let's do it. Do you do remember it. that part? I do remember yeah. that, and I remember who it was. Okay, so <laughs> they... Uh, Mulder's running through the hallway to find Cassandra. Uh-huh. Because they took Cassandra to the little the little health inspector situation. Because <laughs> she is a hybrid? Yeah, she is the first alien-human hybrid in this extremely if- complicated mythos. And so here's the whole deal with Cassandra. She is the key to making a vaccine, to curing the human race, because when the aliens come, they're just going to kill everyone with the black oil. But if you have the vaccine, you're okay, right? Yeah. So the, oh my God, I got this. I'm so excited. So the humans, the ghouls, they want to keep Cassandra safe because she is like the vaccine patient zero. Uh Uh-huh. But the aliens are like, fuck no, bitches. We need that, that, that girl. And so they want to keep her. Mm, right? Kind of, I think. But and I don't know what the, like, faceless men want. The aliens, the aliens don't necessarily want Cassandra. They just want to know that she exists as the first alien-human hybrid. Because once they have the first alien-human hybrid, for some reason, that means it's time for, it's like go time for them to colonize. Maybe because, like, oh, shit, they're making vaccines. We gotta fucking get in there. I guess. But then also, like, <sighs> oh, man, Courtney. Oh, man. <laughs> We're thinking way too hard about the X-Files, and I don't like it. I don't like it either. <laughs> guess who Mulder meets? <gasps> Badada Kornikova. Marita Kovarubius. <laughs> <laughs> Marita Kovarubius. She hey, is looking worse for where. You know, I woke up actually with her whole look. That's how I woke up. This <laughs> really? <morning. laughs> that bad, huh? Um, I hosted last night and it did a really I painted my face. I was like clown drag looks and um I had my contacts in and I definitely when I was painting my face I definitely just got a big thing of black grease paint right on my contact. Oh, no. Gross. So that's how I looked. So I tried my best to, like, wipe the whole situation out, took my contacts out. But I woke up looking exactly like uh, like her. And Marita um, Covarubias? Marita Covarubias. And I did not feel good. It was like I was looking in a mirror. And it was like, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> I know that feeling uh, pretty well. (laughs) So what's her deal? She was tested on. They tried to use her to find the vaccine. So this is where I'm confused because she says that the tests they did on her were different than the tests they did on Jeffy's mom. Because Jeffy's mom was becoming an alien-human hybrid, which she seems to say doesn't have anything to do with the vaccine. No. Oh. Which makes everything that you just said, like, BS. (laughs) I mean, everything that I do say is BS. Oh, that's true. Oops. (laughs) Whoops. Okay. Whoops. But but she's like, why her? I don't know. I mean, here's the thing. Courtney, here's the thing. By the end of this episode, none of this matters. (laughs) (laughs) It all restarts. Just wiping that slate clean. She is like, she's feeling some serious golem energy because she's just creeping and crawling around, really. I got to say, of the four women in this episode... (laughs) <laughs> Two of them are not doing so hot. Wait, there's four? Wait, 
Diana, uh-huh. Cassandra, uh-huh. oh, Scully, Scully, and Marita Covarubias. Marita Covarubias. Those are your okay. four women with speaking roles. Enjoy wow. them. Wow. Enjoy them. <laughs> Three of them are going to die. We'll never see again. <laughs> yep. Allison, Jeffy Spender in civilian clothing is uh-huh. just too much for me. It's a lot, isn't it? He went to Costco, bought a bulk pack of button-up plaid shirts, and just wears them when he's feeling, you know, he's doing some housework with his khakis. Okay, there's nothing There's nothing wrong with that look, though, right? I just... I just a bulk pack that... of Costco plaid shirts? That's fine. That's there's nothing, I wouldn't say that there's, there's anything a... wrong with that. I think that's a great look, actually, if I'm being honest. Allison, there's a difference between flannel plaid shirts. Them's got some autumn looks. That's true. That's true. And, like, I just went through the engineering program at my university, and I have a big-time job, and I'm a big-time business boy, and I'm going to be a little (laughs) bit casual. I'm going to dress like your dad and your dad and also your dad, and my pants, they have far too many pleats. And to be fair, flannel shirts do belong to the gays now, so. That is ours. You can't have them back. It's ours. We took them, and you just can't have them. (laughs) You can have Costco fucking check shirts that's fine not the flannel Don't ones though not the flannel ones on that's true no we i feel like the gays we have the big plaid like we have the, oh yeah we have the big one we got those big checks and the business boys they got the little checks and that's fine they can have them they can have those we don't want those no you, mm. they're yours and jeffy's wearing it and uh and little like windbreaker yeah <laughs> just the fashion i just the fashion there's is a atrocious. lot of fashion in this app yeah i i think so <laughs> she he uh, jeffy's sad because his mommy is sick yeah um, an alien i don't know something he goes there something. with diane maybe and his mom's like jeffy you gotta you gotta kill me or they'll take me you don't understand anything and she tries to explain it to him and he's like nah. and then he kind of like just leaves in an ice cold kind of <laughs> way yeah. <laughs> oh, Jeffy, you as cold as ice. <laughs> then we head to Scully and Mulder at the Gerblin. Courtney, a look. <laughs> a look has appeared. Tell me about this look. A Tell wild look. <laughs> oh, boy. Scully. Oh, no. Let me set the scene. It's Scully. Yes. She's wearing a black turtleneck. Over it, a black oh. blazer. And I was into it. (laughs) Now, it's it's funny because we usually comment on the Gerblin's looks, the the fur vests situation, if you will. (laughs) But there's just something about, there's just something about one of those sweaters that just give your neck a little hug. Now, I will say I do not like wearing uh, a turtleneck. It is not for me. But I don't I mind feel... the look on power lesbians. <laughs> As Scully I is. Like... <laughs> I feel like it's like your head is being birthed out. Yeah, I don't care again. for that. I need to breathe. I gotta be able to breathe at all times. <laughs> it's like your neck is being held by your mother's labia once more. <laughs> Just keeping it right in the right place. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> Uh, Scully is saying Diana has 
some travel records that are suspicious, Mulder, and you should fucking pay attention. Yep. And uh, and Skelly makes a really good point, which is uh, Mulder has asked her to trust no one, but he's trusting uh, Diane on blind faith alone. And no, also his blind- dick. Yeah, it's not blind faith. It's just that he got his dick wet that one time. Yep. And uh, well, so that's unfair. Uh huh. Sure is. So, in order to prove uh, Scully right, Mulder's just going to go to Diana's apartment. Uh huh. Pick the lock, slide the, right in. At the water gate. Oh no. That's how he usually do. Ugh. Oh. So. Diana's not there, though. Yeah, she's not there, but her underwear is. <laughs> hey, I feel empowered that another person's underwear drawer looks the way my underwear drawer looks, which is just pure chaos. Oh, you have a drawer? <laughs> There's. <laughs> I have a floor. <laughs> it's nature's drawer, actually. Yeah. The floor? Yes. Now... Uh, in the floor situation, is it is it is it organized and categorized? Oh no, it's well, no? You, cl- clean clothes in in the yeah. bin, uh, dirty clothes yeah. on the floor. Well, then that's fine. That's the cat. You are more organized than my situation. What really. you got clean and dirty mixed together, my friend? I just got I got some clean. I've got some. You know, I've worn them once. I could probably wear them again. Are you and one of those people the- that you pull the underwear out of your drawer, you smell the crotch? I mean, that's neither here nor there. Just Allison. to see if it's clean or not, <laughs> or just for funsies. Really. Just for a kick. <laughs> how? Hey, how how am I doing today? How was I doing yesterday? How, how sweaty mm. was I? <laughs> not. <laughs> I give it a sniff to see how active I was. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, so the smoky man is there. Yeah, and he uh, right. he says, door was open, I came in. And I respect yeah. that. <laughs> and Mulder and him argue or talk about everything, Alien. everything, the whole situation. You know, again, this thing is explained to us like 17 times, and I just still don't understand the like ramifications or the smaller details or the technical aspects of what the hell is going on. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. I feel the same. Right? Yeah. <sighs> and um, and I can try to listen. I can try to listen, and I do sometimes try to listen, but it just doesn't work for me. I can listen, but I don't hear, you know? <laughs> I can hear, but I don't listen. It's true. It's true. There's one thing about this scene with Smoking Man and Mulder that I want to point out because it bothered me. Please? Um, Smoking Man accuses Mulder of having a lingerie fetish. Which to me, like, is kind of an oxymoron because the point of lingerie is to, like, fetishize the body. Yeah. And whether that's for your enjoyment or your partner's enjoyment is a discussion that's evolved over time. But it seems like a weird accusation. Like, ooh, you you feel sexually about lingerie. Like, yeah, dude. That's the difference (laughs) between lingerie and underpants. Yep. Aw, man. Well... It's 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 a thing that everyone has deep within them. When they do look through someone's underwear drawer, it's just like this feeling of like, 
who are you underneath your clothes? I want to get to know you. Yeah. What? What is a uh, Courtney? What does your underwear drawer say about you? Uh, and don't tell oh. me what it smells about you, but <laughs> just what it says. Uh, it says sometimes I have some fun. You know, sometimes I have some fun, and sometimes I've got those like panties that have probably been with me for seven years that <laughs> they're barely they are barely holding together. But they're nice and, like, stretched out and comfy. And you just – sometimes I just am living my life. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. So I don't get it as a fetish. I just feel like Mulder's trying to, like, learn a little bit about someone. That makes sense. Yeah. What's your underwear drawer say about you? My my underwear drawer says, um, it's a party in here. Shh, don't tell. <laughs> Shh, it's a secret. <laughs> Ooh. Victor's secret. Ooh. Just have a lot of fun underwear, that's all. Oh, that's good. That's good. Some party underwear. Yeah. That's good. It's all party underwear. So I feel like when you're tired and like tired out and like a little bit in down in the dumps, your underwear is still putting out that party energy and I think that's important. Oh yeah. I, I have to tell that's you, good. I I had a dream I was wearing a pair of bright orange Y fronts. Yeah. Immediately bought them. Good. Excellent. Yes. They came to me in a dream. What can I say? Oh, yeah. <laughs> now I want some, too. Oh, yeah. We be matching. Aw, cute. Aww. <laughs> okay. Mulder is just chilling at Diana's place when she comes back. Yeah. She's just fucking chilling there. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She's just like... He's just, he's hanging out in a chair. He's, like, waiting for her. And then she's like, she's not like, hey, get the fuck out. She's like, I guess I'll put all my stuff away, and then uh, we'll have to talk about this later. Yeah, and then we have a little smooch. Oh, yeah. Which I think is uh, half a point for me. What do you mean? Well, I think I predicted that there would be some Diane Mulder action. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't remember that. Okay, sure. Let's go for it. (laughs) Great. Why the hell not? I don't remember. <laughs> Perfect. What was their What was their conversation about? He was like, you know, sometimes you can't do anything, and it's just like too late. And the best thing for you to do is nothing. And she's like, Oh, Mulder. And he's like, We have to go. And she's like, Okay. And then she looked into the distance, sinister in a sinister way. <laughs> yeah, because the Smoky Man basically said, This invasion's happening now, so we better get the fuck out of here. Here's the address, my son. He said a lot uh, of spaghetti, yeah. And uh, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. she opens Mulder's palm, and there's a piece of paper in there that says uh, Tillamook Zeppelin Hanger. <laughs> and he's like, can we get some cheese? We gotta get some chid. Can we talk about boyfriends? Let's talk about boyfriends. So Jeffy runs into, oh, Jeffy goes to New York. Oh, in the big city. Jeffy goes boy to the big with his Kirkland pants <laughs> and his check shirts. All going all the way to the city. Taking his khakis to the city. <laughs> Do they have a Costco in the city? I don't know. Probably. Oh. Uh, and he goes to the former headquarters of the, the dead president's cabal. And he's like, hey, where where they go? And guess who's there? It's Krychek. It's Krychek. It's the new boyfriend, Krychek. And he's like, like, they're gone. (laughs) You fucked up, Jeffy. They're gone. (laughs) And Jeffy's like, well, where do they go? And Krychek says, 
Take me home, country roads, to the place I belong. West Virginia. West Virginia. <laughs> you know, Jeffy really, really appreciates Krychak's, like, little musical outlets. He thinks it's really important. He thinks it's really sweet, and that's why they're a great match. Yeah, it is. Too bad that one of them will probably die soon. Uh-huh. Who? We don't know yet. No, no. Well, we know. We know. We do. We do know. It did happen. Well, except it, anyway. it also didn't, so. Oh, God. The X-Files is so bad. <laughs> okay. So, let's talk about this alien fetus. Yeah. So, apparently, this- that was a deal that was made. The, like, the presidents, the dead president ghouls gave up their families in exchange for an alien fetus to make the deal work? Courtney, I don't know. You know what? Fetuses, alien ones, are just a delicacy. (laughs) Mm. It's it's the most dangerous delicacy, really. (laughs) They just taste like a giant jelly belly. Oh, (gasps) but what flavor? Well, you can't... Allison, you can't conceive the flavor. Is it, it is just, it's, it's, it's something that our brains cannot, like, fully get a hold of because it's just so fantastical. Is it every Jelly Belly flavor combined? Yes. <laughs> Nailed it. Jelly Belly, Big Jelly Belly actually uh, backed up this little deal that they had <laughs> just so they could know the truth. They're like, well, let's get in on it. Every jelly belly you put in your mouth is just a tiny fraction of an alien fetus. <laughs> Woof. And no, 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 no. Allison, let's talk about B. Arthur. Okay. She makes, you know what? An unprecedented little, little, little visit. A to cameo. A B. Arthur comes waltzing right in. She don't say anything. I don't think, you know what? They couldn't afford her to say anything. No, that's true. She's pretty expensive. And and the fetus man is like, B. Arthur, what are you doing here? And he's putting the fetus in the Jelly Belly brand conductor or freezer? Yeah. <laughs> and then B. Arthur's like, I want that fetus and she grabs him and the the doctor rips off b arthur's face and it's really a face man alien rebel thing uh-huh. i guess yeah b arthur so, is an alien rebel well we knew that though that's not like that's not old that's not new news no 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 i agree now how's my here's my question though what these rebels i don't I just don't get their whole situation. Their whole situation is that they don't want the colonization to happen, so they are trying to stop it from happening by killing all of the humans who are in cahoots with the aliens. That doesn't make any goddamn sense to me, if I'm being honest. Okay. Why, why Why would killing the humans that are in cahoots with the aliens trying to colonize do anything? The aliens are going to do it whether they, like, regardless. I guess they want the fetus because, okay, they were taking, do you know where they were taking the fetus? Other than the Jelly Belly Factory? No idea. Hmm. Okay, we might have missed that somewhere. I don't think they said. I think it just was gone. And it's like, well, it's gone now. It's gone? It was just going? Okay. Yeah, let's do it. So, 
But Diana and Mulder are ready to get the fuck out. They're going to go to Tillamook, eat some cheese, ride a Zeppelin, go to space, or whatever the fuck they were doing. Uh-huh. And Mulder gets a call from Scully, and Scully's like, I know where Cassandra is. We have to go get her. She on a train. What is with the X-Files and this whole train situation? I don't know. They just really like operating rooms and trains. And I now I do have to say that where she got that information is from Jeffy. Was. Who ran into Marita yeah. Kovarubius, and then the two of them ran into Krychek, which is a real sticky situation, because you know Krychek and Marita used to bang it out. Oh, I forgot about that. And now Krychek's be, Krychek be banging it out with Jeffy. Oh, it's a little love triangle. It's like a little weird, and it, you know what? I gotta say, Krychek's acting in this scene, or Nicholas Lee's acting in this scene, was pretty fantastic, and it made me just love Krychek even more as a character. So oh. take that person who gave us a one-star review because they think he's icky i disagree someone said that krychek is icky yeah they said that we were wrong and he's icky i think we got a troll on our hands allison because that 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 can't possibly be no he's a fucking fox he's a fox and probably one of the best actors on this series of the x-files and like no matter what happens to him he's always gonna be our sweet baby he's gonna be our sweet baby boy forever and, we love him. and i love all of his boyfriends i support ever had all of his relationships mm, except for the one with molder that one was nasty that, that one was really nasty <laughs> remember when krychek was just a sweet baby agent like sleeper agent and we're like who's this hot young thag oh. and then he got bad yeah he got bad boy he got bad and, he got and it was leather jacket so good Oh, that leather jacket he put on. He's like, now I'm a bad boy. Now I'm going to kick down some doors. Oh, oh, I wish some doors were kicked down, please. (laughs) Pee showers alone cannot sustain me, Allison. (laughs) You got it. Okay, Courtney, picture this. You're in the shower. (laughs) Oh, no. You've just pissed on your feet. Who, what's that? Someone someone has broken down the door. It's Krychek in a leather jacket. No, see, that is my worst nightmare. Because, <laughs> because in the shower, you're most exposed. So breaking down the shower door is not great. It's not great for me. That's fair. That's, that's fair. why I, I don't have a lock on my shower door, on my um, bathroom door. So I just open up two drawers that are right <laughs> next to the the door so if someone tried to get in they can't because the drawers are right there and they can't break it down because the drawers are really heavy oh i um so if i ever have a heart attack or like an aneurysm or i fall and break like my legs in the bathroom no one is getting in to save me i have to shower with the door slightly ajar or my cat gets upset uh i mean you don't have to do that well she'll get upset courtney (laughs) and then Okay. And then she'll... And what's the alternative? And then she'll go piss somewhere. Oh, she does vengeful pisses. She does vengeful pisses. She does vengeful throw-ups. Jesus. Dutch. She's old and she she wants what she wants. Does she just watch you? Like, or does she... What does she want? Yeah, she just looks at the shower and then she's biding her time, uh, waiting until I get out of the shower um, so that she can get in and she can lick up all my leavings, which I do think we've discussed. 
I do remember that. I think there must be like a pet newsletter online or something because Pepper Jack has started to wait, do the same thing, wait uh, <laughs> until either of us get in the shower, but especially Colin. Um, not not to jump into the washroom, or sorry, not to jump into the bathtub, but to lick uh, all of Colin's drippy ankles just clean of the shower water. Now, do you think it's especially Colin because Colin's not covered in his own piss? <laughs> just a question for you. That's fine. Uh, I'm not going to out Colin on being a shower pisser <laughs> as well. But he's a shower pisser as well. Oh, like, okay. He can just aim better. He's just, he can just aim better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's unfair, frankly. <laughs> that and also Colin lets Pepper lick his ankles, and I do not stand for that. Courtney, that is nursy. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> you know what? Your cat is just one step away from being an ankle licker, so oh, you be don't careful. Don't say that. She already licks you so much. Uh, ooh. Okay. What is going on? They shoot oh. at the train. Oh, let's just, hey, mm. let's just fucking shoot a train. A train let's conductor. Shoot a train. Yeah, the, okay, that train conductor has a family. He was just paid to be there. He didn't know what was happening. Him. You don't need to shoot him. What the fuck? Yeah, they, they, Smolder and Skelly drive their car onto the railway tracks and then start shooting this train to stop it. It does not work. Does it? Mm, yeah, it does. Oh, no, it doesn't work because they get in like an armored Jeep and go to the Killamook Zeppelin factory anyways. I get like... Because they do show up there. So why didn't they do that in the first place? I don't know. Um. Anyways, they uh, Smoky Man drives into the Tillamook Zeppelin factory um, with uh, just a basket full of Ched and his wife, who he's restrained and drugged. <laughs> Um, and they get, he's also got Diane. No, 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 Allison, sorry. She's just in a cheese coma. I have been to the Tillamook Cheese Factory for a very long time. Uh-huh. Uh, and you, you try all the cheds. You try all the, they have what the, the curds, they call the squeaky cheese. Mm, down there squeakers. In the and you get like 10 different kinds of Tillamook cheese. And then you get into the ice cream zone. Oh, no. And they have, I'm going to say, 150 flavors of just pure Tillamook iced cream. And That's a lot of flavors, you, Courtney. Oh, After you go through the cheese gauntlet, you go into the cream gauntlet. And you get that cream cream all up inside you. And that's how, that's how Cassandra felt. And that's how I felt on every one of my family vacations afterwards. <laughs> oh, it just, you know, it hurts so good. Oh, does it? Ugh. Okay, now the hangar doors open, mm-hmm. and the and the ghouls are like, "Wait a minute, something's not right." Yeah, the, one of them says my least favorite line of the episode, which is, "This isn't supposed to be," <laughs> which is the weirdest way to say that. We can say that about a lot of things in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and so the Smoky Man and Diana are like, hey, this is the right. Let's get the fuck out of here. They just drive the fuck out of there. Uh-huh. They're like, bye. And it's, it's B. Arthur's, uh, angry army of alien rebels who are going to electrocute everyone. No, they I burn guess, them alive. 
Oh, yeah, they burn them. I forgot about that. It's Yeah, it's, like, pretty gruesome. Now, that's not the end, That's right? not, no, that's not the end, because we got can some more work ta- to do. Can you talk us through, like, the very, the very, very ending? The can I? Please. So, we are in. Can, can you? <laughs> yes, I can. Okay. We are in the office of director Alvin Kirscht. And I just want to take a minute to say how much I appreciate him. It's a lot, very much. I like him a lot. I think he's great. Mm, uh, Skinner is there, the skin man. Uh-huh. And uh, also present are Jeffy Spender, Mulder, and Scully. Yes. And uh, uh, Mulder, no, Jeffy's like, yeah, you know, Mulder knows everything and he's been right the whole time and you should take me off the X-Files and you should put him on. And uh, Kirsch is like, oh, so Mulder's been able to explain everything? And Mulder's like, uh, yeah, <laughs> I can. And Kirsch says, okay, so uh, what? how did all those people get burned alive? And Mulder says, they burned themselves. And Kirsch is like, what? And then Mulder says, with a choice they made long ago. Okay, Mulder. Uh, Mulder. That's not, you're really kind of a misdirect there. <laughs> that I personally <laughs> don't appreciate. I don't like this at all. Uh, and then, uh, the, yeah, they say to reinstate Mulder and Scully to the Hex Files. Yep. Oh, there we go. It's back again. And then we go X-Files to back. the basement, uh, oh. where Jeffy Spender c- finds his father, CGB Spender Smoking Man, uh, sitting at the desk yes. looking at a photo of himself and Bill Mulder. Um, and he says, I had hoped that you would, you know, uphold my legacy like Bill Mulder's son has. And then yes. he shoot up his own son, ladies and gentlemen. But, Allison, uh-huh. that's what happened. But can I tell you how it should have ended? Oh, please. Chris Carter and friends, I know you tried real hard, but you shed the bed again on this one. Nothing to fear, Gordy and Allison are here to clean up the mess that you've done. It's how it should have ended. If you weren't so fucking bad at writing. Picture this. The smoking man has a gun to his own son's chest. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I wish you weren't such a fucking awful cunt, (laughs) Jeffy. And they had to bleep that. But you know what? It was a strong choice that they made. Yeah. um, And I do support it. I support it. Uh, And then... The smoking man shoots Jeffy. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the smoking man leaves. But the camera swings back to see just the, just through the door, Jeffy is lying down. But there's no blood, Allison. Interesting. Jeffy, Jeffy's eyes open up. And he takes a big gasp of air because he's just been hit by a bullet. Mm-hmm. It hit him square in the chest, and he should be dead. But he has something in his chest pocket, his little chest pocket. What is it? Allison, he takes it out. It is the smallest wreath. And then Allison, do you know what's, do you know what's in the middle of that wreath? What? The bullet. How did it, the wreath go to black? How did the wreath stop the bullet? Wreaths have holes in the middle. <laughs> it was the perfect size hole to stop to the stop bullet. That bullet. I thought you were gonna say it was his Costco membership card. 
<laughs> oh, that's a good one, too. I really like that one, too. <laughs> that's how it should have ended. Now, we do know that Jeffy does come back, so we'll just have to see what happens. Yeah, but he got real roughed up in the in the 11th Yeah, he did season. not look like, good. He doesn't look he so good. He did not look good. So. And whether that's just, like, the ravages of time or <laughs> the plot, we don't know. I think I liked that um, that uh, my ending put the wreath conspiracy theory full circle. Yeah, which is like, but then also who put it there, right? 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 Was it Diana? It was Diana. It was probably <gasps> Diane. She just tucked it in there, gave a little pat pat. She's like, you'll need this. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> okay, Allison, how can the Space Cadets... Oh, no! What? Let's do... No, no, let's do... Uh, buh, 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 buh. Predictions? Rating. Rating. No, oh, God. Yeah. I rate this on a spooky scale. One is I will never sleep at night. Wait. One is I'm going to have a really good sleep. Five is I will never sleep again. I'm going to give this a 1.3 because B. Arthur's face getting ripped <laughs> off. That was real heavy, my friend. Thank you for being a friend, B. Arthur. <laughs> Okay, well, I rate on a rage scale. It goes from one, which means, hey, great, cool app, uh, all the way to it, My Struggle Part 3, which is the worst episode we've watched to date. I'm going to give this yes. a four, Ooh. just because okay. I'm happy to see this whole storyline fucking wrapped up and, you know, wiped clean with a clean slate because I'm over it and it didn't make any sense. And I know this is just Chris Carter trying to, like, cover up his tracks of, like, shitty plot work, but... I'm I'm for it. And you know, we got Kirsched, we got Crycheck, we got all the heavy hitters, so Are you sure, Allison, it's good we're gonna hear about this whole fucking thing again. Like it's not white. Let me have hope, Courtney. Okay, 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 okay. Um, speaking of hope, let's talk about predictions. Okay. Anything could happen based on a name. Anything could happen when you're playing the prediction game. Tell me, Courtney, what's it gonna be? A way to dredge up all of your childhood anxiety. Uh, Whose turn? Is it my turn to predict? It is your turn to predict, and I got half a point from this episode. And you got at least half a point. So I'm at two points. You're at, I think, one. Yeah, I think I've got one point. You got two points. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, you're gonna like this next episode, let me tell you. Oh, give it to me. Season 6, episode 13. The title? Aguamala. Aguamala? Oh, oh, I think we, I think I know about this one. Oh, yeah? I think it was on a list of, like, the worst X-Files episodes ever. No, no! Can I see, can I tell you what I think I remember? Okay, yeah. Okay, um, so, I think this is, like, what I remember is it was a hurricane. Mm-hmm. Right? And Mulder and Scully are trapped in a hurricane, but there's, like, a literal hurricane monster. Oh, a hurricane monster! Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a hurricane monster. So that's what I remember from this episode. Okay. So, do sh- should I... Maybe say, like, why they're there, or how it ends, or, like, what can I give in terms of predictions that would be okay? Yeah, what, like, um, 
Or you could give a prediction about how Mulder and Scully's relationship is, if it's changed at all from, you know, coming off of this myth arc. Or uh, I'm going to predict that this is, like, the only thing that they mention is that this is their first, like, literally this is the first new episode of the X-Files where, like, they're finally actually working on the X-Files. And that's all they're going to mention about the previous and that's two episodes. Good. They're not going to mention a thing. Okay. It's going to be a bottle episode. Okay. So bottle episode number one. Mm. Half point. Um, number two. Yeah, why don't I'm you predict going to how it ends? Say, well, can I just predict, like... Hmm. Whatever you want. Can I predict it's a vague allegory for global warming you absolutely can predict that and i hate it thank you (laughs) so it's it's like there's this monster there's this like weather like hurricane monster but they're gonna figure out that somehow it's humans fault and humans are really destroying themselves well they would be a little early but that i think it could be no because they knew i mean they learned, they had, like, the scientist's first warning was in 1972. Yeah, but there weren't, like... About global warming. They weren't covering it on TV shows and stuff in the 90s. No, the, I don't think, I don't think they're going to use the term global warming. They're just going to, maybe they'll use the term greenhouse gla- gases. Okay. Um, but they, there, it will be a weather event where it is actually not... Man-made it's, it's weather event. Man-made weather event. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, sounds good. I'm not okay. looking forward to it. You, Allison, but do you know what I look forward to? What? When I put on my podcast app and I get a new podcast from Major Cast Network. Oh, which one do you like? This one. Coming soon to an iPod or iPod-like accessory to you. A new format of an old favorite in Musty TV. Prestige. I'm Liam Sr., and I own many different mahogany bookshelves. I'm Josh Phillips, and I wax my floors night. And we are experts in all things prestige, but especially television. Some people think the golden age of television is today, but it's existed for years, decades even. And we will look at every episode of a very real television show. And explore it, live it, breathe it, with you along for the ride. These are all very real shows, and we're not making everything up. That's a guarantee. And don't try to find them whatever you do, because you won't. Seriously, seriously, don't try to find them. Seriously. Every other Thursday on the Major Cast Network, or wherever you get podcasts. For now, enjoy Musty TV Prestige. Stay tuned. Damn, yeah, that's a good one. So good. Allison, how can the Sweet Gazettes find us and talk to us? If you want to find and talk to us, you could do it on the internet, not in real life. Um, you can email us. <laughs> Please don't talk to us. <laughs> you can email us at doublexfilespodcast at gmail.com. That's double spelled out, D-O-U-B-L-E. You can uh, tell us about your weird or broad fetishes. That's fine. Um, and uh, you could tell us what your underwear drawer says about you. 
And yeah. um, you can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Double X Files, and on Tumblr at Fuck Yeah Double X Files. You can also leave us a review, and if you think it's funny leaving like a funny troll review, I didn't. That wasn't funny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get that. If you, I didn't get that. But hey, yeah, leave us a five star review. It helps us knock out that really weird troll one that we got. Yeah, that I still don't understand. Courtney is perplexed. Um, I'm very perplexed. Yeah, because Crycheck is not icky anyways. Yeah, that's. it sounds like it's supposed to be a 13-year-old girl, but they didn't do a very good job cleaning it. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Trolling is bad. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it should be flushed down the toilet. Strolling, not trolling. That's what I like to say. Why troll when you it, could it, go it, for a stroll? <laughs> Leave your house. Leave your house. Unless you're trolling racist, that's okay. Oh, yeah, I yeah. Like or that. homophobes or Ooh, transphobes so or turfs or, you mm. know, any of those peeps. Do that. That's better. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, okay. Allison, I'm so tired. I'm going to have a nap, but we got to finish this fucker first. Okay. Until next time. The truth, truth is, is out, out there. there. Uh, I got to go pee in the shower. good enjoy bye thanks for listening to the major casts network stay fun stay nasty and stay major